My name is Dr. Nate Shannock. And my name is Merrick Egber. This is the official podcast of the Else for Autism Foundation for Autism. We call our podcast this because it's a play on our foundation's name. And Merrick and I are both terrible golfers. Well, we love how golf has become such a transformative tool to helping people with autism. When I'm not part of the podcast, I'm a member of our growing research team. And when I'm not part of the podcast, I'm the communications specialist, which is why you're hearing me right now. I'm also autistic. This is our 38th episode of the podcast, celebrating World Autism Month again with special guest Zachary Pike. I didn't even know that there were special diplomas after graduating from high school, and neither did he before having it given to him. He wrote a book called Regular, and as you will soon see, he was thrust into regular environments, but he took his chance to be more than regular, so make sure you listen to the interview on Part A of the podcast. Also on Part A is our Foundation News and Updates, where you will learn more about what we have been doing as a foundation, what we are doing, and what we will be doing. What we hope to do is to present news and updates about our foundation, interviews or feature stories that play a big role with us and with the community as a whole. Speaking of which, for Part B, listeners will get to hear our Today in the World of Autism segment, where we posit the news and current events reflective of the world we live in today. Also check our show notes for websites, resources, and other groovy things we would like to have on the written record for all of you for autism fans. First, here are some news and updates about the foundation. Tune into episode 37 to listen to our interview with Dr. Jack Scott, executive director of FAU CARD, one of the biggest autism advocacy organizations in South Florida, and one of our keynote speakers who has approached this topic of sports fitness. He has talked about drowning prevention, the need to swim, and the importance of the future completion of the recreation complex, complete with a swimming pool. Make sure to also listen to the rest of the program to get an idea of what we are, what we were doing as a foundation during that time and learn something new about the autism community for our Today in the World of Autism segment. We know when a hit is a hit, and so we are reviving a concept of an old concept of 30 quotes from 30 people with autism so that you can feel inspired. Many of our quotes come from members of our of the advisory board and our Autism Spectrum Award winners who are famous in their own right. Because such time has passed since we last did it, you will see some new faces as autistic authorities. It is World Autism Month currently, and we are celebrating it in style, even though we are nearing the end. While we have a lot of local events coming up, I would like to advertise our corporate partnerships who are all over the world. And at the end, there will be an invitation for you to share your story. Let's go. uh, Arsis Golf, Roundup for Ls for Autism. For the fifth year, Arsis Golf has partnered with the Foundation for Roundup for Ls for Autism. When you visit an Arsis Golf Club this April, you will have the option to round up your purchase, including merchandise, food and beverage, and golf, or add an extra donation to benefit Els for Autism. The program gets underway on April 1st and lasts for the entire month. Puma Golf. 
throughout the month of April, with any purchase of the Ignite Articulate Shoes, Puma Golf will be donated a portion of the proceeds to the Elster Autism Foundation, whose global mission is to transform the lives of people with autism and those who care for them through lifetime services and collaborative partnerships. Donate your score with, with Troon Golf. Patrons of Troon Managed Properties can donate their score to Els for Autism during the month of April in support of autism awareness. For example, if a golfer scores a 100 during their round, they will be encouraged to donate $100 to Els for Autism. For every score that is donated, the donor will be entered into a drawing to win a two-night stay at the Breakers Palm Beach and participate in the Els for Autism Grand Finale Golf and Entertainment event hosted by Liesl and Ernie Els. The winners will enjoy an entry for one golfing and one non-golfing guest, the welcome party and award ga ceremony and gala celebration, an entry in the Grand Finale Golf Tournament, two, two nights of complimentary accommodations, and a gift bag for each golfing guest. Two winners plus their choice of one guest each will be announced on May the 1st, 2023. And lastly... Share your story, shine your light. One of the best ways to encourage understanding and increase acceptance is by simply sharing your story. Whether you are a person with autism or a parent, sibling, caregiver, teacher, colleague, or a friend to a person with autism, you have a unique story to tell, and we want to hear them. Consider creating a Facebook fundraiser to support Els for Autism and share your autism journey. Fundraisers who raise $1,000 or more will receive an Els for Autism car magnet. We will be randomly selecting stories to feature throughout the month in our email newsletters and social media. And don't have social media? Um, I will share the email address as to where you can share your story at. Okay, so the interview for today is Zachary Pike. Now I will want to introduce him to the listening audience. As Zachary Pike was born in Connecticut but calls Florida his home. He hates mushrooms and tomatoes but loves broccoli and salmon. When he isn't working, he holds down two jobs. He is busy keeping his condo spick and span and playing video games on his Nintendo Switch and his Game Boy. Zach likes Marvel and DC Comics. Stan Lee and his favorite superheroes are the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. His favorite movie is The Karate Kid. He's excited about this uh, about his new car, which he drives to work and school. Zachary treasures the friends who have remained in his life, and he likes to spend time with them, watching football, grilling burgers, or throw down gaming challenges. Zach is diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome, not generalized as ASD or autism spectrum disorder. He lives in, with his mother, travels with his father, and his plans in, always include the next comic convention, becoming a cameraman for a local news station, and Star Wars and Harry Potter rides at Orlando theme parks. He also wants to go to Japan to experience anime. I want to welcome you to the program, Zachary. Thank you. It's a pleasure having to be on. 
Yeah, thanks so much for joining us, Zachary. We're really excited to talk to you here. Uh, thank you. I'm excited to talk to you guys too. Awesome. So I want to start by asking you, why did you write your book? What was the, the reason behind it? After I passed my adult education online, I wanted to show not only readers, but pe but also people who have doubts about disabled people that if one person with any disability, whether it's physical or disorderly or any other type, others can too, because if they can achieve what achieve a goal they want to want to get, they they can do it to disable or not. Yeah, that's an outstanding message to share. And it's really cool. It seems like it's resonated with a lot of people throughout the country. Thank you. What has been the most rewarding part of publishing a book? And what were some of the obstacles that you faced? The rewarding part is when everybody on my social media page, along with my friends and coworkers, congratulated me on my hard work and the obstacles I went through was finding a publisher and thinking of a title that'll catch the audience eyes. And your title was regular. Um, yes. What brought you to come up with uh, the title for this book? Well, it was actually my mom's idea for the title on the day that I was going to edit my book before we called the publishing company Author House. She decided on the final title, which was regular. And I and I liked the title because I wanted to be a regular guy like all my friends who are don't have like Asperger's or anything. So, yeah, and I thought that was a good title and it uh, and it grew on me. Yeah. So some of the maybe some of the logistical uh aspects of publishing uh were made it sounds like were a little more challenging um than and then sharing your message was was the most rewarding part um so speaking of messages so what what are the key messages that you hope readers will take away from your book the key is if you have a passion for something and you want to turn that into a dream, you can do whatever you want and don't let people say you can't, you can't just do it. You can't do it just because of a disability you have, because it's your dream. It's your goal. You do whatever you want and don't let people say or do what to turn you down because it's not what they are. Yeah, that's, really an outstanding message to share with the world. And I think that you and sharing your story, there's a lot of courage involved there. And it's also a great realistic example that allows people to connect with that message and, and hopefully, you know, use some of that insight into overcoming their own obstacles. So it's it's very exciting that you you got your book out to the world. Thank you. You've inspired so many people, both on and off of the spectrum. 
who are some individuals that have inspired you to meet your goals? There are a lot of people who inspired me. My mother inspired me to keep going after giving the speech to the school board and and the autistic ac academic named Temple Grandin inspired me to be a successful person because she was a, is a person with a disability who had achieved so much in her struggling life. Those are two very, very good examples. Definitely. Thank you. And speaking yeah. of which, um, I don't mean to uh, cut my co-host off, but uh, actually the a speech to the school board was like the centerpiece of the book. Yes. What uh, And I wasn't prepared to ask the question before, but how did you feel after giving that speech to the school board to basically allow you to uh, have a regular diploma to be able to take the college classes that you wanted to take? I was nervous when when we were up next to get the speech. I was looking at all the school board people and I, like I said, my book, I had butterflies in my stomach, I felt like it, and I thought I would mess up, but when it was my turn, I kept calm and looked at the uh, school board's faces and eyes and mostly try to remember what I wrote in my speech and try my best not to look down so much uh, at my paper and remember what I was going to say too. So that way I have a better chance of getting what I need to get. Yeah, well, I really appreciate those answers relating to your book. And again, the, the title of the book is Regular. It's an outstanding read, very inspirational. And I'll pass it over here to Merrick. Okay, so I have a few questions of my own. Um, one of the things that I found to be very interesting is I've... Uh, Basically, uh, through the introduction uh, that I uh, basically introduced you on, and I also um, <clears throat> I also have corresponded with your father, Steve. Um, yes. It. Uh, um, in the pages of the book, you said that you had originally wanted to work in the medical field. What changed your mind on that? And why did you be wanted to be want to become a cinematographer or a cameraman? As time was going by while I was taking my GED, I thought medicine may not be the best choice for me because I'm a germaphobe and I don't want to be exposed to any type of disease, even if it's not contagious. I tried, uh, I was thinking about other programs such as automotive and, and I didn't never was an expert in car mechanic stuff. So my end game goal was film because I loved making movies when I was a kid with my action figures when I, and I wanted to learn more on how to edit and capture the right moment on scenes in the film i would have to say that uh 
the movie uh, that was released last year that was kind of a biopic on Steven Spielberg, um, The Fablemans. Have you watched that movie? Uh, I have not, actually, and I never heard of it until now, to be honest. I, I think that you should really, really watch it because it's all about uh, someone who loves movies and someone who wants to recreate scenes from movies and wants to uh, shoot film and direct and everything like that. So I think that it's a very inspirational story. And, uh, you know, it, it also has a lot of critical acclaim around it. So I believe that if you uh, were able to uh, get on a streaming service or maybe go to the cinema, you should probably watch The Fablemans because it, I, I found it to be really, really delightful. And the way that you're talking to me about, uh, you know, movies and everything like that, it, it would be up your alley. Yes. Yes. I'll have to check it out too. I just uh, now researched it. That actually looks pretty good. Yeah. Okay. So, my second question. Um, how did you feel about learning about your special diploma and that the state of Florida didn't honor it after a few years of your graduation? I felt like I wasn't in the right spots and was upset that I couldn't be treated like a regular person yet if I didn't have that diploma I wanted back in high school. In the state of Florida, shouldn't have let me keep something that I didn't want and traded it out with something every disabled person should have and got and got in so they could follow their dreams too. Yeah, and uh, based on what I read from the speech that you gave at the school board, it it was very very inspirational. And I, I really, really enjoyed uh, the messaging that that was going on as, I guess, a communication specialist. Uh, I, I felt like that the messaging was very, very sound. And, you know, I you you pulled it off. So Thank congratulations. You. Thanks. I, I appreciate that. So, uh, number three, what was your favorite convention or out of all the conventions that you had been to? Uh, my favorite is like Miami Comic Con because not only it's not too far since it is in Miami, and I don't live like that far from it, probably like an hour and a half. And I got to meet uh, Lou Ferrigno there, who was the first Incredible Hulk. And I got to go with a few friends over, uh, twice. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so uh, the favorite uh, special guest probably was Lou Ferrigno, uh, who you met at the Miami Comic Con, right? Yes. Okay. All right. So that's all the questions that we have. Um, I, I really want to thank you again for uh, coming to the program. Thank you. And, uh, yeah. I appreciate uh, talking to you guys. 
Thank you, Zachary. It was great having you on. Yeah, it was and great to be on too. Absolutely. Keep up the good work. Thanks. I'm a boy.